everybody. Welcome back to the Stadium Journey podcast. Thanks for joining us. Check out our website, stadiumjourney.com. We are the world leader in sports travel information. we got reviews of over 2,500 stadiums, ballparks, arenas, rinks, yurts all around the world. Uh, if, you, if you're a fan of social media, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Threads. Uh, you name it. Uh, you can find us at Stadium Journey, no matter what. What's the word I'm looking for? What uh, whatever you're looking for? Social media you're on. Thank you. Welcome. It's been it's been been a long couple of days. I got, <laughs> so, I got you. Oh yeah, has it? Would you like to hear my story? No matter what you ever tell, unless no, you you guys can't beat my stories. I'm sorry, you can't. Um. Oh, that's true. I forget where you work. Never mind. <laughs> you know the old the old saying like uh, the average person passes by what is it like six murderers in their lifetime? You you pass by like twenty of them like every eight minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like share, like share, but that's all right, Dan. Your stories are good too. I'm not denigrating you. (laughs) Anyhow, uh, to find episodes of the State of Journey podcast, pick up your phone, type in HIAC Talk Radio Network, wherever you look for your favorite podcast, we'll be there too. Uh, If you're looking for a video simulcast of the State of Journey podcast, go to our YouTube page. And if you want to be part of the studio audience, join us. I can't. I usually say every other Tuesday night, but our schedule has been kind of wonky. But we generally generally record on Tuesday night. Don't worry, Saturday. there's going to be a change coming again. Danlaw.tv, anyway, if you want to participate live in the studio, just audience. go there. We'll, we'll let you know when we're recording. Don't I'm worry. not actually doing this uh, on purpose to throw you off. I actually hit the wrong button. I'm trying to get back to it, so I'm doing it slowly. Continue. I so- sorry. I thought somebody scored a goal. The gang is I have that all setting. here. The gang is all here tonight. Dave Cotty's here. Follow him at. Pro Fan 9. Mark Viquez can be found on the social medias at Ballpark Hunter. The above average comedian Dan Kalachiko is here with his light show. Follow him at DanLaw83. And I'm Paul Baker. You can follow me at PuckmanRI. So for tonight's topic, we are going to circle back to something that we first brought up way back in uh, season one, I believe. Uh, 28 years ago. 28 years ago. It does seem like it sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, anyway, the stadium's arms race is heating up again as uh, new facilities are going up all across the country, and every single new one that comes up is trying to outdo the last new venue. So uh, six years ago, we asked the question, where is it going to stop? Well, we still don't know, and I don't think we're going to know for a while. So, guys, the first question I have to pose to the panel is, how does the stadium's arm race affect the average fan? That's easy. It costs them way more money. It's way more stressful. Uh, I think I think a key piece of the of the arms race is the the threat. Now, the threat doesn't happen in all markets, but the threat does happen in smaller markets. So, for example, uh, currently, I would say. Well, I would also say that the arms race has changed a bit. So it's not necessarily all new venues, but renovations at hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of public dollars. So one uh, one situation that comes to mind right now is in Milwaukee, where they're asking the state of Wisconsin for like half a billion dollars to upgrade American Family Field. Or else maybe this is not a market that they'll be able to hang on to. <laughs> you said and you said billion with a B. B, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, what'd you call me? <laughs> I called you a B. I called you half a B. <laughs> Eric, the half a B. But, but the question then becomes is, is, is how, how legitimate is that threat? How legitimate is the threat of moving the M- Milwaukee Brewers somewhere else? With the talk of expansion, that could be why we're seeing this more now. Okay. I, I, I will tack on to what Dave said. Am I allowed to participate on the Absolutely. producer? You are I, always, okay. always Let's make sure. All right, well, sometimes I participate too much. Listen, if the stadium doesn't have pork roll, there, there's my reference. Um, very seriously, all kidding aside, um, read the room, guys, not you, the guys who are proposing. Um, I mean, Paul's shaking his head, so he knows where I'm going with this. Um, read, read the room about what's going on around you uh, in the world, in this country, at least, since we're talking about you know the stadium arms race here. Post-pandemic world, there's a lot of folks struggling out there. And you're asking for uh, millions and millions of dollars. Public money, too, yeah. Which that public money could be put into, I don't know, housing some folks that can't afford housing, feed some folks that can't afford food, or just going back into the community. I know that's going to trigger some folks that are like, no free handouts, but another, that's all HNP, whole nother podcast that Craig would say. Um, <laughs> but with all of this going on and seemingly getting worse in the world, my example is this. It's not sports related, but I assume the WWE, which is sports entertainment, is going to run here someday. The sphere in Las Vegas. How the hell? As awesome as it is, as liberal as I am, does that place exist in a post-pandemic world after all of that? We learned nothing as humans. Nothing. After all of that, after the lockdowns and all those people suffering, we learned nothing. We're still going, let's put some more money into this stadium. And who's the residency atmosphere? One of the most socially conscious <laughs> bands in the world, right? Hey, I I didn't put I didn't even think of that until this moment. <laughs> I just it's literally Bono, the red, the the iPhone red. I uh, now I'm even madder. It's a cool venue. That's awesome. It created jobs. In the grand scheme of things, how much did that cost? In Vegas. How much did it cost? I actually, I don't remember the number, but if you give me a second with my super duper fast computer. Well, and you think Vegas also built a new football stadium just recently and they built. And they're going to probably build a new baseball stadium. I talked over that. Say it again, Dave. $2.3 billion for the Saphir. How about, and how about much, how much for Allegiant Stadium? A billion? Oh, I'm, I'm going to guess two at least. Well, 1.9 billion for Allegiant. Dang, I was yeah. close. Yeah. And and, and, and I was going to say, and hypothetically, the Oakland Athletics, when they move 
I don't know, guys. I, I just think as a human race, we have our priorities skewed. You know, even even I am like that new Ghostbusters movie. I'm like, I really feel bad that I'm enjoying this. I don't know. I'm not saying don't enjoy your life, but I'm like, do we really need to put that much money into sporting events? Can let me let me let me this is this we put the capper on this. Let me say this by prefacing the owners don't need your money. Let them spend it. Every city and I'm talking about even Philadelphia. Deny them. Deny them. Deny them. Deny them. You want to put up grades? Hey, Josh Harris, you want to move the Sixers to Market Street? You pay for it, bud. Not the city of Philadelphia. Yeah, and, and the NBA is t- apparently, I don't know how true this is, they're looking at expanding to Montreal, Vancouver, Mexico City. I don't know if that's a true statement I saw. They just mentioned that right before we started recording. Yeah, And, and I'm thinking, well, I, they're going to have to, are they going to be happy with what Montreal and Vancouver have or Mexico City, or they're going to build something new or renovate those uh, pre-existing uh, venues? Well, a- actually, I'm going to, I'm going to, totally play the flip side of you dan not that this is what, well that's what your I... job you you just you just exist <laughs> to make me angry Go ahead. yes uh, i would say that the owners are reading the room they're just not reading the room the way you want them to oh yeah no they're reading the room they're not reading the citizens room yeah no i no, agree of course not they're, no no they they're don't give looking a shit. at Crap. they're looking at their buddies who are getting whatever yeah they're looking at their bottom line going, it should be bigger. And they're looking at expansion. I really believe this. They're looking at expansion going, okay, well, we've got we've got this idea for expansion coming up. Like they're talking about it in baseball and hockey, in basketball. Uh, once you have expansion, then the threat of moving somewhere else is depleted. Right? Yeah. It's really that simple. You're not that, um, you're not wrong. <laughs> So, you know, the, the brewers are, are like, like is, is, is Nashville, the new Tampa Bay, right? Where every team was going to Tampa Bay until they could get a new stadium. And Tampa was sitting there with their stadium that they had built before getting a team going, um, okay. White Sox. Yeah. Yeah. You can, uh, giants. Yeah. Whoever we don't care. Come on down. Uh, but, but. Now it's all this talk about Nashville. Oh, well, you know, if the Brewers can't get their stadium improvements, then then they're going to move to Nashville. And and if you look at, at Vegas, if you look at Nashville, it's the big touristy cities that are being mentioned all the time. So they can tax on your tour, tourist dollars, hotel tax, whatever. Um, <clears throat> I think, though, I think Vegas is an interesting uh, an interesting scenario because it kind of sounds like Oakland moving there and getting a gazillion dollars for a ballpark is is not a slam dunk. They're they're talking about a referendum, you know, much like they're talking in in uh, you know in Milwaukee or or, or uh, I think they're talking about Isn't one Phoenix in Chicago. Too? Phoenix doing the same thing. Phoenix. I... For hockey, who who knows? <laughs> Supposedly that was already done, and and I don't remember Shaky Head ever updating us on it. 
But I think Vegas was the one, and they they they're fighting now about the question. Of course, the question on a referendum and how it's worded means so much, and you know it. It, it seems like the cash register, which in Vegas, which seemed to be open and flowing nonstop, is now now there's a little bit of thought going into it. Uh, Dave, just to add to, uh, and I, you, we agree hundred percent. By the way, you, you kind of just added on to what I said, so I'm going to add on again, and then step away for a few minutes. Um, so if they're reading that room, that room should pay for it. Simple as that. And, and Greg, uh, Gregory Koch said the same thing. They're reading the billionaires camp. Well, good. That camp right. can put the money Absolutely. in for it. Have at it. Okay, that so camp. These- rarely puts the money in for anything uh yes. well get <laughs> don't uh dave <laughs> uh, my liberal but i was about to be a bleeding heart for a second i am so tired in general even with my sports teams and i just bought you know the new jerseys i am so sick and tired of living in a world where we continually let the rich people do whatever they want and not contribute back to it I I I I'm 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 going my I'm going to have a aneurysm or a stroke or an ulcer. It's I I, I can't take it anymore. That we just we're just we're, all of us all of us are complicit. Yeah, I mean, how many of us have been? In, you know, how many of us have been to a new venue or uh, a heavily renovated venue uh, in recent years? I mean, uh, Milwaukee, Seattle, their new arenas or modern arenas renovations. The price for a beer, the price for a burger, the price to park, you know, that all that all factors into, uh, you know, the your decision to go to games or not. You know, like I'm looking at, you know, part of me was looking at buying a Detroit Lions ticket this uh, Saturday, I didn't, Sunday. I didn't think I was going to have enough time to do that in, in Sarnia, but it was like 200 bucks to see them play ticket. the Bears. Like, good lord, two hundred. That's the cheapest. I do, I get it. Detroit's playing the best football in recent memory, but and against a rival, so yeah, two hundred dollars. And then you park, you buy a beer or two. Ooh, and it, I I hear stories about SoFi in Los Angeles. You know how much it is to park and yeah, things of that nature. And it's like, how, how does you know forget a family? How do I afford to go see a game? Now let's be fair. This is not just a sports problem. When when Taylor Swift tickets are going oh, for yeah. tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, if oh, I had you're a daughter, absolutely right, no. dude. Yeah. But people pay these prices. And, you know, my wife, you know, like my wife, uh, I had a buddy. He said, what's the most money you would pay to see your favorite team at a championship? Like the deciding game, game seven, Super Bowl. And he's a Penn State grad. So he was like, yeah, I'd like to see Penn State play in a, a national championship. I, I would pay up to two grand. And my wife's like, well, you know, how much you would pay? I said, I, maybe maybe a hundred bucks. I said, I'm not paying more than that. I'm sitting at home and watching it. You know, that's. But I'm the minority. You know, there's a lot of people that are not on this panel. Say, Screw it. <laughs> we, we once in a lifetime experience. Let's do it. You could not pay me two grand to, to see the flyers. To no game seven, I I, I would, bro, home. surround sound, home theater, four yeah. K television. No, 
Uh, no, yeah. I can say that confidently. When and New York the Phillies game seven. Nope, staying home. No, and the Phillies. <laughs> I was. I I entertained like look at a ticket price. Ah! You know, no, not happening. Nope. I yeah, Mar- Ma- Kelly would kill me. <clears throat> yes, she would. <laughs> yeah, Mark, Hell. I had that choice four years ago. I had that choice. Stanley Cup game seven, St. Louis and Boston, in Boston. We looked at we looked at did what Dan did. I looked at tickets and said, "Nope, not happening." How much were how much were cheapest tickets? Cheapest tickets for Game Seven were over a grand. Okay. Yeah. Nope. But nope. I, what, it, it, it goes to the Detroit Red Wings thing. I, I keep t- thinking about um, uh, uh, Little Caesars Arena, and I go, "You priced an already struggling." Um community out of that place you did and 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 for the first how long has that arena been around now six seven years for the first six seven years they didn't deserve that they sucked (laughs) it's the fandom they're always going to support the red wings but here's here's the The dead wings man they did it though joe lewis was empty and empty for decades Oh, yeah. Yeah. Town, my ass, hockey town. Front runner town. <laughs> Put your loser towns. Well, so was the Atlanta Braves when they were winning uh, divisions back in the 90s. But but here's the thing. Okay, and I really get a sense of this. Is, is that they are trying. They're not just pricing people out. They're trying to price people out. Okay, Uh, if you look at if you look at the Toronto Blue Jays as an example. So this winter, they're tearing up the entire lower bowl and they're going to replace the entire lower bowl. What that's going to mean is the entire lower bowl is going to cost more than 100 bucks for a Tuesday night game against, you know, whoever the White Sox you know, a, a pretty much a, a who cares kind of thing. Do do they care that much? Well, not really because they've done the flip side. They've charged people to come in. They've, they've suckered all of the marks out there. And I use that term on purpose. Nice, nice. With marks with a C <laughs> to come in and, and pay a cover price to stand around in the worst possible area in a ballpark at a bar and, and and charge 12 bucks a beer and call it a social area and, and make it seem fun. Like like the Seattle, the, the, the bullpen area in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, exactly name your spot. Everywhere has them now. It's, it, it's mind boggling. Fenway has one. You know where it is? Way up in the corner of the right field grandstand, you can't see anything up there. Well, I, I don't mind. And it's standing. packed, right? I don't mind standing if the ticket's cheap. I mean, I I went to a D three college football game and didn't sit down at all because of the uh, the attendance. Uh, I'm not paying a uh, hundred bucks for the ticket, and then you know, like I said, twelve fourteen dollars. But that's what people do, I guess. When you're young, or if you're at a certain age and make six or figures, stupid. no kids. You know, I, I have a lot of fr- I, re- I have a lot of friends that make a lot more money than me. 
then let them go. That you know? some of the things I see them do and spend money on, I'm like, good lord, you know. Like if I go to a Colts game with them or an Indians game downtown, uh, you know, I may I may buy a beer, you know, and they're buying two, three, four. They're buying beers for people, and, and they're about and they're cheap. They're about nine nine bucks a person. So they don't they don't have an issue with money. There's a lot of people who don't have an issue with spending money. I do. And I like to make sure that, uh, you know, I'm not getting ripped off. I guess, you know, every now and then you're like, okay, I'll bite the bullet, but not, not to an extreme, not to a grand to see a Stanley cup game. That's me. And unfortunately there's not a lot of people thinking like me because we put up with it. We put up with these prices and, you know, Los Angeles Clippers, they're getting a new stadium, correct? Is that being built as we speak? Don't deserve well, a new stadium for what? Yeah, so they, they can have their own one, and they don't have to share it. Now, I would say that California is a little different because when California went bankrupt, suddenly there wasn't any money for that stuff. So, like, they found like the richest dude going, who clearly doesn't care about any money, uh, and and Steve Ulmer, the Xbox guy, and, and he's doesn't. and he's bankrolling, he's bankrolling this this stadium. Now, I think that's a good example of another thing that's happening which, you know, damn you, Atlanta, this seems to be a newer trend. So intrinsically, we would say, why the heck would you leave downtown? If you're the Clippers, why would you leave downtown Los Angeles to go to Inglewood? Right? But that's, this is a new model that's coming. So uh, the Chicago Bears, why would the Chicago Bears leave downtown to go to Arlington, wherever. I have no idea where that Arlington is. Heights. Arlington Heights. But it's Heights? not in Chicago. Well, that whole area is Chicagoland. But, it but it's not Chicago. And the Braves did this, <laughs> right? Yep. The Braves were like, okay, Braves well, were the we're, first ones, yeah. we're adjacent to downtown. Yeah, but, but we're going to move out to the sticks so that we By can the way, Braves, good everything hell. around it. I blame Atlanta for everything. So why is Kansas will... City doing the opposite? Kansas City is going to be moving downtown from the suburbs. It goes case by case. Is that yeah. definite they're moving? or No, I think it's fairly certain, but I don't think yeah, it's it's, it's it's case by case. I mean, look at the Giants. They they don't play in New York City. and they don't play in New York State. People love going to those games, and they tailgate. They play where? They play in New Jersey. That's not what I... Paul said. I was just making sure. He said New York sure. State. He yeah, he said New York State. Like, no, they don't. I said they Denver. don't play in New York State. Uh, oh, no, no, no they don't. And then you know, San Francisco plays. I mean, they they laugh at yeah. the Giants. Where San Francisco Niners? Where do they play? Santa Clara South. <laughs> so yeah, the new stadiums. And and here's the thing: if you're going to build these new stadiums, they they better knock your socks off. You know, we look at. The, where the Jets and Giants play MetLife, that's not a very good-looking stadium. The Levi Stadium is not a very good-looking stadium. You know, a place like Minnesota, Atlanta, SoFi, wow, amazing. And I hope people still think these are amazing stadiums 30 years from now. How is a city like Cincinnati going to compete, huh? Yeah. I mean, Cincinnati may say we want a new stadium. I think uh, I think Santa Clara was done on the cheap. Yeah, I really, I really do. That makes As sense compared, too. right? And 
yeah, when you compare it to the ones Marcus said, when you compare it to Atlanta and L.A. and Minnesota and Vegas, or yeah, the, the Vegas. ones built right before then, different. It's a different world of stadium. Like you said, they, the the surrounding stuff, the interior, everything, the amenities, the fan yeah, comforts, the, the uh, player comforts. It's just an entirely different world. The football yeah, stadiums have become much more creative. They have. They have. Then, you know, like that, I would say like the, 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 the Gillette era, which are all fairly similar. Gillette, uh, the Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cleveland. yeah, Baltimore. They're, they're all, those, all yeah. sort of the same, right? Not that different. Give or, give or take. Yeah. Yeah. But then you get like Atlanta or Minnesota. Wow. Right. Uh, you know, Vegas, uh, Los Angeles, like, holy crow, those are uh, Arizona. It's it's like, oh, yeah, Glendale. it's like the architects really wanted to make a mark. I wonder how much is involved in that as well. It's like, OK, well, we're going to we're going to put a billion dollars in into a stadium. It needs to look like a ninja star or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Lucas Oil Stadium looks like a, a giant warehouse, as my dad would say, but. It's a good-looking stadium inside. Can't complain about that. But it fits. Yeah, it fits in the the, the yeah the neighborhood. It's not you know it, I don't know what that would look like if they went like the Atlanta Falcons route. If they decided to make this look like some kind of uh, UFO, but those Midwest ninjas are yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, but... here's here's a here's a thought for you. I think one event changed the whole face of the of the arms race and i think it was the 2009 world series so the winners of the 2009 world series were the yankees okay why was i thinking the earthquake series (laughs) before the 2009 yankees yankee stadium new yankee stadium was not sold out in fact, the lower level of New Yankee Stadium was often very empty because yeah. the price points had overshot the people so badly. Once the World Series comes, well, psh, then it all doesn't matter. You could charge whatever you want and it's going to be full. If the Yankees don't win the World Series, if that lower level in Yankee Stadium stays empty do we start to do we have this do we have a rethink about what the lower levels Mm. what the premium seats in stadiums and ballparks looks like damn it yankees yankees braves (laughs) that's an interesting way to look at it yeah would we be looking at more economical stadiums would we be looking at less amenities would be looking at simpler places that's that's really interesting but yeah all right this goes to a point that i wanted to make at some point during our conversation i'll shoehorn it in now um we've been talking a lot about inside the uh the facilities and we've been mostly talking about football but this goes for all the sports um not only are, are the owners trying to maximize revenue inside they're now trying to control everything surrounding the stadium and Dave, this might speak to your point about teams going outside of downtowns. So, because owner, the recent trend is not just to build this 
billion dollar stadium but a lot of places now are building live work play neighborhoods that's that's the new buzzword live work play uh, around the ballparks or around the stadium so that they can control hotels and restaurants and shopping mm -hmm. and all this other kind of stuff where they are controlling the income and they think of the battery in atlanta think of ballpark village in st louis um, wait, so wait 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 so it's the phillies fault because they didn't buy it, beat the yankees were right. they in 09 no <laughs> yes it was it was yankees phillies yeah, it was Yankees Phillies, but I mean, just thanks a lot. Phillies there would have done it. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. That's OK. That's all right. Uh, any Anytime we can bash on Philly, we're, we're welcome to do it. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, my point is not only are our ownership trying to, to maximize inside the stadium, they're also maximizing outside. So, yeah, it's okay. the standard feature of, of all new construction seems to be the surrounding neighborhood. You don't see a ballpark shoehorned like it is in San Francisco or a ballpark. You don't see Wrigleyville is a place like Wrigleyville or, you know, the neighborhood around Fenway Park or Camden Yards. Are those going to be a thing of the past? Yeah, it also helps if your ballpark is a century old. That helps with the neighborhood. Oh, but true, true. yeah, a city field for a home of the Mets. Yes. There's going to yes. be a, a stadium there for the new New York. Well, the New York City FC Club, eight billion dollar investment for Metropolitan Park that will have bars, restaurants, live music venue, 20 acres of public space, auto wreckers, area, hotels. Oh, those are long gone, man. They got rid of those a while ago. <laughs> Going to be everything. And they'll probably have room for the Jets to move there one day too. So that's, uh, if you ever go, if you ever been to a Mets game out at City Field, it's, uh, there's nothing to do after the game or before the game. So this would be kind of exciting. It gets people to stay uh, within the, the area of the ballpark way after the game and hopefully celebrating. But uh, this last year was drowning your tears in beer. So, yeah, it's it's a great idea. $8 billion investment. Whew. That's, that's a lot of money. That's crazy. That is, that's an insane number. That's almost like, come on, get out of here. But, you know, I have, I have gathered $8 billion so I can give you all an, an, an idea what $8 billion looks like. No, I don't. I think oh, the thank key, you. I think the key word in the eight billion dollar complex. I'm looking on Field of Schemes at it right now. The the Mets plan to build an eight billion dollar casino oh. complex, oh. and suddenly that changes everything. Yeah, it's a yeah a sports book. We haven't even uh, touched on gambling money. I question. I have a, a question up here. One of the big issues that we're seeing kind of post COVID are empty office buildings, which, you know, sort of pushes aside the idea of work, live, play because the work part, it's not profitable to own a, a, an office building at the moment. So uh, is that, is that an issue um, in the States, like are the office buildings empty or are they having trouble renting them out or are they having to look at, at different, uh, uses for some of these or. That's a lot of repurposing, like you're saying, because I think in some areas it is an issue. Uh, I think it depends. I think Mark was saying depends or Dan was saying, it depends on the individual situation. So 
some cities are really struggling with that. Some neighborhoods within the city are struggling and others less so. Like we so, just have a lot more, you know, a lot more remote work post COVID, right? People working from their home offices with their, you know, hockey jerseys hanging in the background or whatever. Um, or the, and they don't go into the office. Or they no, I never had them. one COVID day at home. Not even during the height of the pandemic. I had to go in every single day. <laughs> Boy, I chose the wrong field. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had it during that time. That's about it. That's about it, he says. <laughs> I know. I my wife, it. my wife right. just goes in two days a week. So she she went into work today. So yeah, she still benefits from it. I, yeah. I wish I could, but I got kids to teach. So it's like right. they don't want to log on to Zoom. <laughs> learn so maybe so maybe the live work play would be the wrong turn now but every it seems every new stadium every ownership group is angling to have control over their the neighborhood surrounding the stadium it's become almost a common feature like a standard feature now in new construction except in philly where they can't seem to get philly live off the ground too much that sucks <laughs> it's stupid it's- it looks the same as it did 20 years ago when they first opened it up. Fucking stupid. They tore down the spectrum for that, Dan. Uh, yeah, 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 Paul. <laughs> All right, thank you. I know. I'm agreeing with you, man. Jeez. Yes, I know. You want me to react, and I already am uh, dancing on Ed Steiner's. Oh, the price that. of oil is way too high. Stop throwing the gas on them. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, we can afford that gas. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> Oh God! Just ugh, ugh, with the side of ugh. Is do you think any of these teams are actually going to move? No, no. You know the one that the one that made me laugh the most. Who would be the most likely to move? That's a good question. The one What's that made it? me laugh the most was the talk of the Chicago White Sox wanting government money for upgrades or whatever. If I'm the mayor of Chicago, I'm going to say, see ya. <laughs> Have yeah, a we'll nice put, trip. We'll, we'll put our, all our eggs in a different basket. Thank you very much. Yeah. Talk about reading the room poorly. <laughs> well, they, they renovate that almost every other year. So <laughs> you're, you're Mr. You're Mr. Chicago. Yeah. You, you think they're going to get a big rental? I think a lot of people uh, like the White Sox and want them to stay, but it's it's got to be a reasonable decision. And if they want to move, then wh- what's stopping them? What's stopping Reinsdorf from picking up? Oh, that's easy. And, and there isn't a it. better market than Chicago out there. <laughs> you know, if he wants if he wants to renovate uh, Soldier Field, which that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I. I, you know, I don't know. It's like I almost would, you know, we've seen this happen before when when some cities are like, no, we're not going to build you a new stadium. And then they leave and then they have regrets and say, wow, maybe we should have done something, you know. Uh, we, and then they build a new stadium have, for the Browns. But would <laughs> Chicago have that much regrets if they lose the White Sox? I, like, it's not I, I, like they're I, losing I, baseball. I, yeah, they're, they're not losing baseball, but you're, you're losing, you know, you're losing a team that's been there for, you know, hundred almost 125 years. There is a lot of love for the White Sox, especially on the south side. Uh, there is prestige about being a two-sport town, but that's a good question. If the White Sox did move, you know, would people just move on? You know, would people say, okay? I mean, it would be weird not seeing that iconic Sox cap worn at a major league level if if they did move, would they still keep the name? Uh, 
But yeah, even wear maybe they'd start wearing white socks. Maybe they'll start wearing some white socks, but all black jersey with the white <laughs> socks. But I get it. You know, you go to a White Sox game, they you can make that into a nice little area to hang out before and after the game, but it's not going to be anything like you see in Atlanta or anything you even see in the Bronx after a Yankee game. There, there's some better spots there. It's just uh, that's where your ballpark is. And if you want to move someplace else in Chicago, build it yourself. Maybe the city can help you out a little bit. But yeah, you're right. How much money can we put into these stadiums? You know, it's almost like we built you a stadium. Now you want another one. You know, it's, yeah, it drives people crazy. And there's people that don't even go to games and they want nothing to do with it. We need to fix our roads. We need to fix our schools. We need to fix bridges you know take care of our fellow citizens take care of our citizens and you got this come on they came and feel a competitive team in chicago so let's uh let's get with it let's come on but here's the thing we put up with it and it continues to go on i can't see milwaukee moving i mean what's wrong with that stadium it's not in nashville (laughs) it's what it's not in nashville (laughs) It's not in that. Okay, well, the, I mean, the, the, baseball's been talking about moving to Nashville and Montreal for how long? Just put the damn teams there already, okay? And, yeah, let's and just get on. over it. And, and do something with Oakland and Tampa Bay. I am sick of hearing about those two cities constantly. Is Oakland going to move to Vegas? Is, is are, are the Rays going to stay in Tampa, uh, St. Peter, move to Tampa or someplace else? Figure this out. This is too much. I, it's it's almost alarming how nobody's learned like has nobody learned from the Marlins fiasco right? <laughs> where where they just dumped a whole ton of money to keep yeah. the team there. No, of course the dude not. bailed like they're suing like he, they were supposed the city was of Miami was supposed to get money if the team was sold based on the appreciation. And the accounting got all funny, and then Laurie, Jeffrey Loria just sort of bailed, and he's like, "Well, I didn't didn't make didn't make any money," and now they're now they're suing the guy, the city is, but like, did nobody learn? Like, does anybody like, you know, is is Miami not the the lowest? It, well, maybe not the lowest attendance, but in the bot, it's always in the bottom third, mm-hmm. and and it's been this albatross. Right? Did how come nobody's learned from this? No city people have learned from this. You could probably go back farther than that, Dave. These lessons have been taught to us repeatedly over the last fifty years or more. I mean, even in Toronto, like with the the Skydome cost five hundred million dollars to build or whatever, like that. Rogers bought it for like fifty. Because like the, the the public entity couldn't couldn't make it function they couldn't make the you know they couldn't they were going to go bankrupt basically so they sold it for pennies now that's that's where you know it's it's good in 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 toronto in that sense in that right like it's not a publicly owned stadium so it's not like you know the blue jay if the blue jays walk away they've got they've got to do something with this stadium it's there they have to bulldoze it or make it work or i mean they could mothball it but you know when it's a public stadium then and there's no tenant then suddenly it's like wait a second i'd be curious to see what the balance sheet looks like in glendale for the hockey arena now 
that has no yeah. hockey team. That's another ridiculous story. Is uh, never you know, they want to build another arena in our, in Phoenix? I mean, how many arenas can you have? The yeah. team is not going to work there, Gary. Stop make, it! He's trying to this make is, it. Don't you just see like stop it? The the they're like a uh, encyclopedia salesman. So they're like they're knocking on all these knocking on Scottsdale. Hi, Scottsdale. We're the Phoenix Coyotes. <laughs> 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 nope. All oh, the doors slam shut. They go down to Tempe. <laughs> Hello, Tempe. <laughs> slam. Don't shut. Move on to the next place. Hey, Mesa. Hi, we're the Phoenix. Go away. Hey, we talked to Glendale. We know about you. Is that what it's going to take for this, uh, for somebody to learn a lesson? Our team's going to, is it, are we going to have to mix up? Our team's going to wander around until they find a suitor or until it dries out, until those free, uh, free rides dry up. I, I have a simple solution. Got it. Guys, ready? 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 The owner should pay for it. Okay, I've got a smaller scale example, though, Dan, as to why that doesn't work in reality. Yeah, absolutely. The owners, I'm of the opinion that you are. The owners should be paying for their own stuff. Let's take the Pawtucket Red Sox, for example. Um, Rhode, the, Rhode Island the Rhode Island politicians refused to play ball with the Paw Sox ownership. Okay. Team ended up moving out. Guess what okay. happened in the next elections in November? They're hmm. all gone. Every single one of them. If that's the way we could cycle out crappy politicians. <laughs> yeah, Rhode Island, wait so a they second. Are all crappy, Those were but... the, the ones that are out are the ones that wouldn't play ball. Right. So the voters overwhelmingly said we would rather have our team here and pay for it than have have you guys stand up for us and be fiscally but, responsible. Well then they can pay for it, but in other cities, let then the then then people gotta get smarter. Yeah. You're absolutely right, Paul. Well, it, in the future, where we have more, more and more, more and more Dan's who, who want their surround sound in 4K, um, you know. I was going to say, is that an insult? I don't know no, how to take that. I don't, I don't no, think you so. just said that you. you yeah, no, you, no, I was on board. I, at first, I was like, what? <laughs> um, but then. Then do those venues matter as much, right? Maybe the PLL is uh, is an example where they're a traveling league or or, or, or whatever. Well, like because uh, because Philly already tried with me. Uh, listen, that place you and I went together. We experienced <laughs> our first time back together and much more comfortable. And oh, okay, got it, cool. Still watch it at home, be more comfortable. Yeah, but Especially we also the price of a ticket. We also didn't. We also went and saw the wings, at at like uh thirty thirty bucks a ticket instead of the Flyers or the Sixers in those seats for a hundred fifty bucks a ticket. Right. Also, also true. <laughs> okay. I, so... I feel the NBA is a is probably the league that most wants to divorce Dude, themselves from the seats. I was gonna go to the Sixers Pacers game on Sunday, until day gate. Game day. I looked at the price and I said, well, I just I'm going to wait till later to see Joel Embiid put uh, uh, I should have gone because Maxi dropped 50. <laughs> but in the NBA, there there is a much bigger push for 
you to see the Joel Embiid's or the LeBron James's or or whoever, right? Yeah. And the, and those those stars who who have that cachet are trying to be bigger than their city. So, you know, if LeBron moves from Cleveland to LA, he's banking on a bunch of LeBron fans coming with him. Right? Same with, you know, Joel Embiid. Is he going to go to the Knicks or is he going to stay in Philly or, or whatever? Well, he you just wants Joel Embiid fans. And and are we at a point where I think basketball especially is becoming far less regionalized, far more global, where people are going to follow players instead of teams. I hear. I I don't even, I don't know how to answer that one, guys. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go to my next point then. <laughs> Ask it so, again. So, Hold on. Oh, no, no, no. Wait. Oh, Ask ahead, it dude. again. Ask it again. So are we coming to a point where, and, and I see this in the NBA, where it's becoming less regionalized, more globalized, where instead of people following a regional team, they follow a player. Oh, oh, no. If MB uh, leaves, uh, see ya, buddy. <laughs> like Jerry Seinfeld said, you root for the laundry. Yeah, yeah, I, I root for the colors. Yeah, now, we're, uh, now, we're now, as a as a Flyers fan, I am well versed in. Hey, look, another former Flyer won the Stanley Cup. Hey, good for him. And then being very depressed after. Yeah, but uh, we're all. That's old. where I draw the line. <laughs> is is do the the Gen Zers think that way? Oh no, we're screwed. No, no, they're totally screwed. No, they will. They will I don't follow. I think the Gen Zers are more likely to stay home, right? And they're comfy. No, I think. You would think that, but then you see LeBron James guys and you're like, they're following him. They're not following the beard. By the way, it's your fault, Harden. Maybe you should drop more than nine points. <laughs> okay, so say, say a lot more people start thinking like Dan and they got their comfy chair and they got their nice TV and their surround sound and they're going to stay home. Owners are going to figure out a way to monetize that. And I think they already have started doing that. Yeah, lower the prices. Go, Dave. Lower the prices. PPV. Yeah, you're paying for streaming services now. Are you paying pay-per-view prices now? Okay. Still at my house. I, you listen, you're you're talking, you're talking to a wrestling fan. (laughs) I I paid pay-per-view prices. Now, if... In the streaming model, they can find. I'm still. I'm. I'm begging for NBC Sports Philadelphia, Comcast Sportsnet, whatever they're going to call it. To I'm begging them to give me a package for the Flyers games. I, if they charge me a hundred to, I said years ago, and I'll say it now. I don't mind paying 150, 180 bucks. If you're not blacking out my games, especially when I'm not in the viewing area like they still do, if they come out and say, we don't care where you are, you pay the set price, login password, 
like AHL TV and you can watch all the Flyers games. I'm in. I'm in. So, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if I'm on board with that because if I got to all of a sudden start paying 100 bucks to watch the Bruins all year, where I where I'm not doing that now. Stop being a little bitch. No, I mean, yeah, I gotta maybe I gotta no, stop I, being a little bitch. We are no, no, no. We're we will not agree on this because I get it. I understand. I am not on the same page as you guys on this. But you also, you live locally to your team. Yeah, more locally than I do to mine. Um, I would immediately start paying. Uh, and it looks like that those cable deals are going to start going away. One thing the Coyotes did right. They started last season. Was it Coyotes or am I confusing them with the Sacramento Kings? Or did they both do it? The Kings. The Sacramento Kings were like, it's gone local. Here you go. Here's our games. Please come. Watch our team. <laughs> they did that right. Am I am I the only one that is aware of this? Hmm. I don't know okay. what your point is. <laughs> I think what, what did they paid, start? What did they start doing? Airing them locally on um on regular oh. cable, not oh, paid network okay. cable. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Um, I I said the terms backwards. Um, I think that's going to be coming sooner than later to combat with streams for local folks, because I know plenty of people in Flyers land. That still stream it. And I was up in Philadelphia this past weekend and both games were on Comcast Sports or whatever the hell it's called now. Uh, not Prism. And Prism. <laughs> Prism. I know you know that. I know. And I couldn't watch it because they didn't have the channel in the hotel. So I'm like, I'm I'm four miles away from the arena and I'm watching the NHL network for the updates. It's yeah. like those Thursday night NFL games. I haven't been able to watch one of those in three years now. Well, sometimes you can't figure out where the heck they're being played on. Are they on Amazon? Because every time I log on the app, it says, watch the Bills versus the yeah, Schmuck faces whatever. or whatever. Whatever streaming network it's on, I don't get. Yeah. Apple TV or something. Yeah. <sighs> I I just know that it goes to my original point. I didn't think I'd have this much to say about this. Um it goes back to my original point where if there's a city you shouldn't go to a referendum if the, if they're being asked well i mean i guess it would go to a referendum don't then don't move the team you pay for it you're going to move the flyers to kansas city okay <laughs> sure be good luck yeah, I just don't know. I just don't know if any cities are going to have the backbone to stand up, or enough cities are going to have the backbone to stand up. Should that's, we should that's, try? That's yeah, See, I and it's, I know it would be hard in in Philly because it's Comcast country. We have two buildings here. I'm telling you, if even and, and I will keep this attitude if I move back to the area. Brian Roberts, buy your own. Almost cursed. Buy your own effing venue. You want to update that? Do it yourself. I'll go without. Am I crazy? Hello? No, no, I, I agree with you. I just I am just pessimistic that enough cities would stand. Oh, up I'm totally pessimistic. Uh, totally never going to happen. Yeah, that's just what I feel that should happen. 
But that's that's how you would end that's how you would end the arms race in my in my opinion. And it shouldn't be about who's got the biggest penis screen up in their scoreboard. It, it, that's it's we really should have renamed this the stadium measuring contest. Measuring contest, yeah. That's well, right now, is. right now, the largest uh, the largest uh, scoreboard now belongs to Gillette Stadium. So we'll see how long that lasts. Does it? It's it's no it's no longer a Dallas. No, it is now Gillette. Stadium. Sweet. You know what? I'm backing you guys up two and eight in a big scoreboard. Good job, man. Yeah. They put all the money into the into the scoreboard. The new lighthouse and who, the scoreboard. And who bought it? Kraft. Hey, Jacob. Thank you. My, number one. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. So there we go. The tide has turned in New England, in Foxborough, Massachusetts. No, it has not changed at all. The tide has not turned. It. Well, <laughs> not I mean. All. I mean, if anything, the tide has turned into we're finally back to normal where uh, uh, Gillette Stadium has a sucky football team. Sorry. Not sorry at all. We had a good run. What can I say? You had an excellent run. Who beat (laughs) you? Giants beat you once. Philly beat you once. Giants beat us twice in the Super Bowl. Who cares? The Giants suck. Um, (laughs) And I know that doesn't offend anybody because I know Mark is a Jets fan. Also, sorry. All right, so uh, that's what we're on. We we figured out how no, to. No, you speak. didn't. Hold on. No, what, you what, didn't. What? what was your? That was being he, sarcastic. The run. I know. I was going to say the the good run the, was the about two, twelve feet and snapping his ankle. Yeah, was, we had good four snaps. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Uh, he had five good snaps, four snaps on the field, and then snapping his ankle. <laughs> is he coming? Is he coming back? But uh, there's no point in coming back because by the time he comes back, <laughs> the Jets will be. Four and nine, four and five and ten. I've never said this out loud. You know who else is a Jets fan? Unexplainably, who? My mother. Nice. No, it's not nice. It's not nice at all. Not nice at all. I had to grow with her being a an Eagles fan to an Oilers slash Titans fan, and now she's a Jets fan. I feel like a like an optimistic Jet fan that thinks this was the year. No, not at all. She's on board with you, dude. Yeah. Don't rush me. You're on screen. They can see you rushing me. Yeah, I'm not expecting. Yeah, I, I, I was like, okay, just make the playoffs. I'll be happy. Well, you know where the Jets' last game is this year? In the uh, first week of January in Foxborough, where it's going to be about 10 degrees. So there you go. You got to win. Back, if he comes back, he'll resnap it. Easy win. <laughs> you got it. All right, folks. Since we figured out how to solve the uh, stadium arms race, that's where we're going to stop for tonight. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, Dan, where can our listeners follow you? DanLaw83. I'm on Twitter, Threads, Blue Sky. I forgot. <laughs> Blue Sky, uh, 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 Pornhub. Um, what, is anyway. Blue, what is Blue Sky? Blue Sky is a Twitter alternative. So is Hive. Hive Social okay. is a Twitter alternative. Jesus. Uh, Blue Sky is building up pretty good. Hive is Hive is a great. Instagram slash it's like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter uh thrown into one, but uh it barely works sometimes. So a lot of people are being turned off by that, but it doesn't have Elon Musk there. So all right. Yes, as Greg says, it's it's Twitter without evil Elon. He's not evil, he's an asshole. There's a difference. I'm not editing that one. Deal with that. Uh, all right. All right, Mark. Uh, where can our listeners follow you? And hey, do you got any uh stadium journeys planned in the coming Both. weeks? 
Yeah, I'm going to be in uh, Windsor and Sarnia this Saturday and Sunday to check out some uh, junior hockey. May even head to Chatham to check out junior B hockey. We'll Maroons. The Maroons, yeah. We'll see if I'm up to it. I always like those old junior B barns. Uh, I don't know how old it is. It just looks like a cool hockey barn. But uh, follow my adventures on uh, Twitter and threads and uh, what's that thing called? YouTube ballpark hunter man you'll, you'll see a video or a short or something from me What's going to canada thing? first time in What's eight years too long since i've been in i gotta get up North. there man jeez dave you got me up there twice this summer you got mark going up what the hey he hasn't got me up there yet when that happens we can have the big celebration well we got dan to leave the country right. canadian bacon's kind of like pork roll i don't have it oh no, they do don't oh. they no, I'll bring up. I'll bring some up for you. Will let me travel pieces. I'm gonna try some ketchup chips, some they... Swiss chalet, some. Windsor I've had style those. There, uh, fourth line voices giving me those actual chips, like actual. All, yeah. What are they called? All dressed. All, all dressed. dressed. You can get those here now. They're good. They're it's good, not the same. It's right? not the same. Yeah. I had some uh, a month ago. I had some Canadian Reese's uh, buttercups. I'm telling you, I don't know. I can't explain why they they taste different and better than the ones in the states. I, I don't know why. It's that cold, crisp Canadian air. Oh, wait, you have global warming too? Shit. Yeah, it should be good. Should be good okay. Time. I don't know. I went to Canada. It was all on fire. So um, anyway, Dave, where where could our listeners follow you? And uh, where, where are you heading? That's not funny. Uh, Twitter, States. Instagram, threads, YouTube, at Profan9. Uh, going to wrap up the entire OHL once again as I make my very first trip to see the Brantford Bulldogs. They moved the again. Hamilton Bulldogs. They're not called uh, Hamilton anymore. No, because they moved to Brantford. Yeah, they moved. Uh, I and thought they were still Brantford be Hamilton, being though. the home of the greatest hockey player ever. Right. Bobby Orr. No, that's Perry. Oh Cameron. my God! Both of you, shut. <laughs> Is he from Brantford? Uh, also going Gretzky? to do my yeah. review for oh. the Toronto Maple Leafs at the end of the month, and you know, fit in some. University hockey and basketball, and uh, oh, going to uh, the teddy bear toss with my sister for her birthday at the Kitchen Rangers. That's always a good time. Last time she threw my teddy bear on the on the uh, ice while I was taking video. That wasn't nice of her, but you can follow all that at Profan Nine. <laughs> you have a heck of a um, record to try to break in Hershey. I was so, just thinking uh, of the Hershey Bears teddy bear toss, and our buddy. Uh... Zach Fish. You know what? Uh, all respect to Zach Fish, uh, not so much my wife. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, 12 cups and the record for the teddy bear toss. You just shut up. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> how, how, how have I seen a Caps cup and another Bears cup? Oh. All right, my turn. Now uh, you can follow me online at Puckman RI. Uh, I'm in all the same places everybody else is, except Dan. Yeah, a lot of new ones. Um, all the standard Perfect. ones. Twitter. So CD is really what fuels me. <laughs> uh, where am I heading? Um, it's November. It is my busy season. If you if you need me, you can find me at a sporting venue either at a UMass Dartmouth or at Brown or at Providence College. I'll be uh, at one of the three of them every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for the next few weeks. But uh, wicked awesome highlight before we get together again, I'll be at the Army-Navy game for Stadium Journey Boom. on 
on December 9th. So that that's a that's a bucket list item for me. Where's that one? Foxborough. So usually Richard Smith, our buddy Richard Smith, uh, covers the Army Navy game, but since it was up in my neck of the woods, I said this year it's mine. And they were always in Philly. What happened? It, it, they rotated. It was Philly, Baltimore. You oh. usually Philly and Baltimore. Um, oh. Did they hold it in New York one year? I think well, they did. Probably. I think they did. Yes. Yeah, in New so, Jersey. Yeah, and um, yeah. New Jersey. This year it's in Gillette for some reason, and who knows? Who knows? But but anyway, you I'll have to there, have so. some sort of win on that field this year. You there know. you go. Hey, they beat Buffalo, and they beat the Jets. Well, you know, start at the bottom. Yeah, there you go. All right, so uh, yeah, Puckman R.I. for all my adventures. And remember, you can find all of our 2,500 stadium reviews, news items, and other featured stories on our website, stadiumjourney.com. Connect with us on our social media channels at Stadium Journey. You can find uh, audio versions of the Stadium Journey podcast at HIAC Talk Radio Network. Just search wherever you search for your favorite podcast. You'll find us too. Video simulcasts of the podcast can be found on Stadium Journey's YouTube page. And join us for our live streams at danlaw.tv. We'll be back, uh, and I apologize for this. My schedule is very busy the next few Tuesdays, so we will not be back until December 12th. Unacceptable. Well, you guys can have one without me if you want. Yeah, let's do it. You guys can. I mean, I got basketball games the next three Tuesdays, so I can't do it. Anyhow, um, December 12th, if you meet the, if the other guys do a show without me, I won't get mad. Um, December 12th, we'll have our annual year in review episode. It's always one of my favorites. So as always, thanks everyone for your support. Thanks for joining us once again. For Dan, Mark, and Dave, this is Paul wishing you all safe journeys and close games. We hope to see you on the road again real soon. Be safe out there.